Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Curiosity may have killed the cat, but every weekday evening on CBS Radio, it's winning new friends for Answer, Please. Answer, Please is the fascinating and informative new feature with Walter Cronkite. It offers answers to questions raised by listeners, no matter in what technical or high special field the question may be. Catch up with new developments in science and medicine. Follow new trends in art and politics. Get answers to your questions about sports. Hear Answer, Please with Walter Cronkite tonight on most of these same stations. Eleanor, wait a minute. I'll walk home with you. Oh, fine. I thought you were staying. No, no, no. I've got to get home and get dinner. Oh, isn't it muddy and slushy? Oh, it's just terrible. You know, Bridge Club gets later and later. Look out. The slush is very deep right there, Eleanor. It always is at the corners. I don't know why the city doesn't do something. It's almost impossible to cross the street without... I know it. Look out, Eleanor! Oh! Oh, Look at me. Look at me. This is just... Terrible. Oh, I didn't hear him coming at, at all. Look at the mud. I... My coat oh, is ruined. Just heard this blast of the horn, and then he tore around the corner. Ah, there should be a law against it. Did you see who it was? I can't see anything at all. I have mud in my eyes. Well, all it over is my... somebody in our neighborhood. Look, what? he's turning in a drive way down oh, there. Coat, my hat, my gloves, everything. If there's anything that makes me furious, it's drivers who just. Oh, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm going to find out who did this if it's the last thing I do. I feel exactly the same way about... Look at my hat. The skies may be gray and the weather wintry, but you can brighten your outlook by staying with CBS Radio Sunday to hear some wonderful musical performances. Leonid Kogan, the brilliant young Soviet violinist who recently embarked on a concert tour in this country will make his first broadcast appearance with the New York Philharmonic, playing the Mozart Violin Concerto No. 3 in G Major. Dimitri Metropolis will conduct another Mozart work, the Overture of the Magic Flute, and Beethoven's Second Symphony. CBS Radio's The Best in Music will have not one, but three exciting guest stars performing many of your popular favorites. They are Lola Fisher, Stu Foster, and pianist Roger Williams. Dick Hames will be back with his program of songs entitled For You, and with him will be the vivacious Teddy King. And you'll be delighted with the sparkling dance music of Vincent Lopez and Guy Lombardo. Remember, it all comes to you this Sunday on CBS Radio. No, no, Carol, I just thought I'd call to see if she was there. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot this was Bridge Club Day. I, I, I just got home and I... Yeah. Oh, okay, Carol. Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. <sighs> Daddy? Yes, Betsy, darling? Look at my drawing. This is you. Let's see. 
Hey, I'm better looking than that, I hope. What's that growing out of my face? Whiskers. <laughs> I see. By the way, did you put your sled away when you came home from Mary Lou's? Mm-hmm. All right, that's a good girl. Well, you keep on drawing pictures, and I'll read the paper. Mommy ought to be home pretty soon. In fact, I think I hear her now. Hi, darling. I was just... Holy smoke! Mommy, what happened to you? For Pete's sakes... Sweetheart, what happened? Oh, I am so mad. Are you hurt? Hurt? No, but I am... What happened? Mommy, what happened? Some idiot went past Eleanor and me just as we stepped off the curb and splashed us. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you think it's funny. Oh, Mommy, do you look funny? (laughs) Darling, I'm sorry. I can't help it. Oh, my gosh, honey. I wish you could see yourself. Mud all over your face. You look like a coal miner. Mommy looks like a a witch on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) She does. That's nice. There's mud and slush all over my coat and my stockings and even my dress. I'm sure my hat is ruined. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. Sorry, I really am. I, I just can't help it. You're the worst mess I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, stop it, both of you. I'm sorry, darling. Look, you better come on out to the ki- out to the kitchen, darling. I'll help clean you off. As Eleanor said, there should Boy. be a law. There absolutely should be a law. I'm so yes. sick and tired of cars who just swish past you, splashing you all over. All right, hey, 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 let me help you get your coat off here. Betsy, get one of those towels. Honey, didn't you see the car coming? No, if I'd have seen, if I'd seen him, would I just stood there? <laughs> your face, darling. Well, I'm in no mood to be laughed at. I'm I sorry. Sorry, honey, if you could have seen yourself when you walked in that door, I tell you, I, I hardly knew you. Here, Mommy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Sit down now, sit down. Take off your shoes and stockings. And... My suede shoes must be a mess, too. I could feel a slush oozing down inside my overshoes. Darling, where were you when this happened? Betsy, oh. go upstairs and get Mommy's blue bathrobe out of her closet. <laughs> honey, oh. go on. Oh, why do I owe death to get everything? I should think you'd want to do things for your Mommy, for Pete's sake. She certainly does a great deal for you. Well, that doesn't make any impression on children. You forget, they expect you to do everything for them. Honey, where were you when this happened? About three blocks down on the corner of Walnut. Look at this, really. (laughs) There ought to be a law against splashing pedestrians. Well, I don't see how they can make a law out of it, honey. (laughs) I wish I had a picture of you, that's all. Well, I'm glad you think it's so funny. My clothes are ruined. Oh, they'll be all right, darling, when they're clean. Look at my hat. Feathers are just ruined. Well... The one you gave me, my expensive hat from Pierre's. Oh. Well, I know now what they mean. They say people commit crimes in the heat of anger. If I could have gotten hold of that driver right then, you'd be looking for a good lawyer for me right now. <laughs> oh, honey, now look. I mean it. I don't know when I've been so mad. I had mud in my mouth. What were you doing with your mouth open? Well, I was yelling at Elner to get out of the way. Oh, my hat just makes me sick. Yeah, well, you're certainly a sight. Oh. Here, wait a minute. Get some of that oh, mud off your face, darling. All over. I want you to call George Fraley. Call George Fraley? Why? I think that's who did it. I do. It all happened so fast, but Ellen and I watched that car when we finally got our eyes wiped off, and that car turned in a drive along here someplace. It, it, it did what? It turned in right around here. Both Ellen and I figured out that it must be Fraley's drive. We couldn't be sure from that distance, but it is certainly something George Fraley would do. He drives like a maniac anyway. I... What's the matter? Nothing, dear. Nothing. No, I, no, go ahead. I'm listening. Well, I want you to call him. 
Eleanor and I have decided if that's who it was, he can pay for having our clothes dry cleaned. Well, now, darling, you don't know that it was George, and for Pete's sake, I can't call the guy up and... and, All right, I'll do it. No, 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 now, wait a minute, wait a minute, dear. Now, look, there's nothing gained by causing trouble with the neighbors. I mean, what can you say? I can ask him if he just came home and if he drove around the corner at Hillside and Walnut. Well, what if he says no? Now, look, George Fraley drives exactly like that, and he certainly... Well, what if he says yes, honey? You still can't accuse him. Who can't? You've been swallowing mud for the last ten minutes the way I have. You wouldn't be timid about asking George Fraley if Well, he what's would... he supposed to do about it? I told you, he can pay for having our clothes dry cleaned. Oh, now, now, look, to begin with, there's no law that says he has to pay for them, oh, and... lovely hair. Yeah, I, I know now, darling, it's a shame, but now let's look at the bright, bright side, huh? <laughs> what is the bright side? Uh, I, I mean, I mean, just chalk it up to one of those things that happens. <laughs> I am calling George Fraley. Now, just please get out now, of Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Now, maybe the driver of that car didn't see you, honey. He honey's. honked his horn, didn't he? Yes. I mean, I mean, you said he did, yes. Well, then he must have seen me. He certainly wasn't honking at the lamppost. Well, dear, you, you, you cannot call George Fraley. Why? Well, it, it just isn't the thing to do. Well, Eleanor and I both agreed it is certainly the thing to do. Furthermore, we're going to start a campaign in the women's club to do something about irresponsible inconsiderate drivers who go around splashing yes, up pedestrians. Yes, yes, sure, sure, darling. And I, I think you should start something in the businessmen's club. Yeah, well, Lonnie, I mean, there isn't much you can do, the you know. The people who get splashed are too busy brushing themselves off, but the passers-by who have witnessed the whole thing ought to get the car's license number, and he should be traced and made to pay for the dry cleaning and, and, and also fined $25. And, and, and made to stay in jail for six months. Yes, yes, well, Maybe I, a year. I, maybe a year. In the way I feel right now, if I were the judge, I'd give him life. Yeah, well, honey, you're kind of upset now, honey, and, and, and I don't Do you remember you, the time you had on your new suit and got splashed up downtown? You hollered so at that driver and made such a commotion that a crowd gathered. Everybody thought the car had run over your foot or something. Yeah, well, I know, darling, but... Oh, no, no, don't call George. Uh, honey, please. I'm I, going I, to call him. No, I'm going... I know... Per, operator, I you give can't... me Juniper 5006. Oh. I don't understand you. You're always saying yourself these mud splashes should be tracked down. They should. I know, darling, but look, sweetheart, this isn't going I to help I should think me. you'd be furious, this beautiful hat that you bought for... Hello? Oh. Hello, Eunice. May I speak to George, please? Uh. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, well, I, I hope he feels better. Oh. No, 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 it, it wasn't important at all. Here's your bathroom, Mommy. I had to stand on the chair. There, there, that's a good girl. No, no, well, nothing important, Eunice. Yes, all right. Well, it wasn't George Fraley. He's been sick in bed all day. Now, I suppose Eunice wonders why I called and what I want with George. Oh, well, I dear. told you not to call him. Here, here's your bathroom, oh, Betsy. Oh, thank you, Betsy, dear. Well, I'll just have to go up and take a shower before I start dinner. Okay, honey, you go get cleaned up. Uh, you'll feel better and you'll forget the whole thing. Eleanor and I have no intention of forgetting the whole thing. Somebody along here within a radius of six houses got home ten minutes ago and we're going to find out who it was. You just got home, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, uh, Daddy didn't come that way. Yes, you did, Daddy. I was playing out in front with Mary Lou. No, 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 Daddy didn't. You, you're, you're mistaken, dear. Daddy came from, from Lake Street tonight. <laughs> and if Mommy says anything, you, you remember that, huh? Why? <laughs> Never mind why. Mainly because you're Daddy's good little girl, huh? <laughs> and Daddy will read your story before dinner and at dinner time, too. Now, you remember what Daddy told you, won't you? <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment.
There's no doubt about it. People are more interesting than anybody. The troubles they get into, their fears, their dangers, their achievements, that's the stuff of which drama is made. You can enjoy some especially good examples of it with a couple of shows heard every Saturday here on CBS Radio. One of them takes you back in time to acquaint you with some very real people of the Old West. Men, women, and children with the same kind of hopes and fears that we have today, though they live in the rougher, more demanding world of the frontier. That show is Gunsmoke, the most widely acclaimed of all Western dramas. You can hear it every Saturday over most of these stations. The other Saturday drama we'd like to recommend introduces you to an even wider variety of people, all the varied characters who move in and out of Great City Hospital. You'll meet doctors and nurses and orderlies, as well as the patients, all of them facing crises of one kind or another, crises that are full of interest and suspense. Get acquainted with some of them yourself this Saturday, right here on CBS Radio. Well, you have a little more meat, honey? No, thanks. You know it has to be somebody in this block. Uh, look, l let's talk about something else, huh? The car turned at <clears throat> Walnut and came down this way. Well, it wasn't Daddy. Wasn't Daddy. Now, now, eat your dinner. She has not touched one thing on her plate. I thought we made it a rule in this house that she Just had Just a minute. What did you say, Betsy? It wasn't Daddy. Daddy didn't come from that way, did you, Daddy? No, no, no. No, no, I came from Lake Street tonight. You never come that way. Uh, it was you! You! No, 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 look here, sweetheart. Oh, I'm I, not Daddy. He told me it wasn't. And my Daddy wouldn't tell a lie. Would you, Daddy? No, no, certainly not. You know me, Mommy. Yes, I do. <laughs> mommy and Daddy don't tell lies, do we, Mommy? You! Mommy! <laughs> no, no, of course Daddy wouldn't tell a lie, no, dear. No. Because if Daddy was the one who splashed Mommy all up, why, he would have said so, wouldn't he? And he'd have had to buy Mommy a new hat, wouldn't he, Daddy? Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. my goodness. <laughs> Of course, I'd have had to buy you a new hat. I probably will anyway. Oh, how <laughs> nice. Well, we'll talk about that later, won't we, Daddy? Oh, well, you can count on that. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm Daddy's good girl. Oh, you are. You're certainly Daddy's good girl. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Ellen Bunce, with Dorothy Duckworth as Eleanor, Francie Myers as Betsy, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Sweeney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Mm -hmm.